This is Supernatural Selection on DeviantBehaviorRadio.com, hosted by Kevin the Bastard. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Supernatural Selection. I'm your host, Kevin the Bastard. With me this week is Mike the Skeptic. Mike, buddy, how are you doing? I think I'm doing okay, but I don't have the evidence to justify that conclusion. You know, your skepticism is starting to become worrying a little bit, just so you know. Well, at least I'm consistent. That You know what? I can't, uh, I can't argue that. That's true. This week, we're going to be talking about someone who I personally cannot stand as a human being, but they're interesting, they have theories, and uh, we're going to be talking about David Icke. So I am via you in our (laughs) long-standing friendship. Is that what you want to call it? Yeah, sure. No, yeah. Through the process of osmosis, I have taken in a few things and one of them is mr david, david ike, ike. Mm-hmm. david icky now do you remember how i became familiar with david ike no i do not all right you remember barnes and noble back when it was on county line road i would go in there and look in what i called the nutcase section mm-hmm. and i would look for books and that's where i found like my book unexplained unexplained and stuff like that it's funny how these books about the unexplained attempt to explain the unexplained. Not unexplained. Unexplained actually does not attempt to explain it. It is a collection of books that just tell you about them. He, there is no overarching plot. There's no, here's why the aliens are coming. It's like, okay, here's some shit that happened. Here's some shit that people say happened. The end. Hmm. That's why I love the book so much. It does it without any kind. It it approaches it all with sort of a skeptical eye. You would probably find it interesting. Skep- skeptical eye for the UFO guy? Oh, my God. That's our show. We have got to do that, man. Get it on sci-fi. I would love that. And I apologize in advance. <clears throat> the weather here. I'll cut a lot of those out, but the weather here has changed, and my voice is a uh, very <laughs> right now. He's all flimmy. I'm flimmy as all get out. Hang on. So uh, I was looking through the nutcase section, which, for those unaware, is basically the conspiracy theory new age section for lack of a better term. So it's a bizarre mix of UFO contactees, conspiracy theory, Wicca religion, and spell books. Yeah. That's why I go to that section. I mean, that's just awesome right there. One day, I'm over in Barnes & Noble, and I find this book called Children of the Matrix. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. It's got like a dude's face with half of it gone with a lizard eye showing. And I'm like, ooh, this is going to be like a bunch of reports and stuff like that. And I just buy it. I didn't look in it (laughs) at all. I just grabbed it, ran to the front, and bought it. I got it home. I was expecting like a compilation of stories about people that had seen like the lizard people i didn't know i was buying a chapter of someone's fucking bible interesting and i'm reading the thing and it's like really hard to get through because he's also like henry zabrowski put it like this once that 
for every page of information he gives you, there is two pages of him defending himself. Yeah, I've heard you talk about his <clears throat> defending himself and his sources. Yeah, like like he talks about. We're gonna get into this, but like one of the big things is David Icke thinks that the world is controlled by lizard shape shifting lizard people from another dimension. So what you've got is a guy tells him, "I saw a dude turn to a lizard." I've done acid, but I promise I was not tripping nuts when I saw this dude turn into a lizard. Because we all know acid just is one containerized experience. It never bleeds over (laughs) into the rest of your life. Never do you ever have a flashback experience where someone might turn into a lizard or maybe you're driving through Toontown all of a sudden. Speaking from riding in a car with a motherfucker that had a flashback where he was driving through Toontown. And so looking at his bibliography, which, wow, this motherfucker's pumped out a lot of books. Oh, my God. And the only reason I can think of that he's had this many books is he does not have a copy editor. But Children of the Matrix came out in 01, which is a lot more recent than I expected. Well, considering... Uh, I bought it like shortly after 9-11. That makes sense. So, yeah. So, you were searching for answers and you found none of them. I'll tell you what I did find. Nothing but trouble. (laughs) So, David Icke, for those not in the know already. Jesus Christ, you're right. He's written over 20 fucking books. Yeah, I'm looking at him like in a Google search. It's just like, oh, the, you know how it runs across the top? It runs across the top and there's the little arrow button to scroll it it just keeps fucking going yeah Yeah. so david ike is a uh british ex-footballer soccer player soccer player born april 1952 and i can't pronounce the town he's from it's leicester i'm sure i'm butchering that because i can't pronounce a lot of these kester names in the uk and uh, according to Wikipedia, his occupation is conspiracy theorist, former sports broadcaster, and football player. Now, I am tempted to blame all of this. If this were America and it said football player, I'd be like, oh, yeah, no, fucking brain damage. But with David, it's a bit more complicated. So, guy grew up in the same town, of course, for his whole fucking life. He lived in, in a, do you know what council estates are, Mike? That's basically the UK version of projects, right? Yes, that is it. Government housing funded or subsidized housing. Yeah. He went to Whitehall Junior School, which for some reason I knew. Okay, this is great. I attended Whitehall Infant School. Like you learned about infants? I'm thinking they just dropped a baby off and trusted that nobody was going to like use it to hammer a nail in. Is that like a oldie term for oldie British term for preschool or kindergarten maybe and then you went to Whitehall Junior School which I don't really know I think that's elementary in British parliaments parlance huh okay well apparently because school is like basically high school right I guess I don't guess they have like a middle school not really they just have like junior and then school and then uni Yep. Right. That's what it, that sounds right to me. So infant school is where they teach you to work in like the factories in, during like the revolu- the uh, uh, industrial revolution. 
right? Yeah. So like, That's if I went to Whitehall School, yeah, okay. So like, uh, Whitehall Infant School, they told him to work mechanical looms and <laughs> to distill spirits and shit. Okay, great. So well, no, no, it's they always you know go for occupations where their little hands are an asset. So you know, though the weaving thing is true, but you know, pocketing. Coal mining, so they could shove their little bodies oh, right into those holes. Oh, we broke open a very small seam, shoved the baby in. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that idea. So he gets done there, and he sucked at school. What? Yeah, I know. So he grew up in a poor family, and he went to school, and he he found he sucked at school, but... He was really good at soccer slash football. Now, football. Football. Now, here's the thing. I know the rest of the world calls it football. I'm going to call it soccer here, okay? So, as an American, we're kind of hobbled. We would, we would, love, would love nothing more than to call it the international standard name. But... To anyone in America, which is, I assume, would be our primary audience. Except for some Germans, I know. Oh, yeah, but I I would say our primary audience. Yeah. If we say football, they're going to think NFL, American rules football. So, unfortunately, we have to call it soccer, at least, you know, make a distinction there. Okay, here's the thing. He was was active during the 1970s. You know who else was active in American football during the 1970s? Who? O.J. fucking Simpson. Damn. Can you imagine these two getting together? Um, no. Yeah, do you know why? He'd be dead. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I I need to go ahead and say Norm MacDonald died this week. And it affected me more than I thought it would. So I was watching this video of like 30 minutes of why Norm MacDonald got fired from Weekend Update. And I'm like full of ire at O.J. Simpson all of a sudden. it was all O.J. Simpson. It was. He was on Weekend Update during the O.J. trial. So like, what else was he going to talk about? Even after the trial, he just wouldn't let it go. Oh, God, no. Why would you? Like through the civil trial. And even after that, he just kept. Kept picking at that scab. I swear. So, back on the subject of an insane white man, David found he is good at football. He is given a trial for the the boys' under-14 team, which just sounds like a haven of uh, child molestation. He leaves school at 15 after being talent-spotted by Coventry City, which I've heard of. I've heard of Coventry City. Yeah. And I'm like... At 15, they're like, hey, boy, come on out of here, play on the fields. I just, I'm trying to imagine, like, it, like the Dallas Cowboys seeing a 15 year old being like, get out of here. Come on. Get up well, here, man. Well, I mean, in America, it's not unheard of for, you know, talent scouts to start hitting high school, high school yeah. teams and, you know, okay, hit games fair. and just keeping their eye on and start courting these, you know. Sure. Yeah, Very like, promising players. <clears throat> slipping the coach some money under the table. I've heard that happen, but I don't keep up with sports sure. stuff. Sure, so. me neither. I mean, we're nerds. Why would we? Well, they're sports nerds. Yeah, no, and that's fine. If, whatever you're into, you're a nerd over it. Yeah, if you, if you can recite facts about something from memory, mm-hmm. you're a nerd. You're a nerd. So, 
Oh, apparently he was playing the uh, Coventry City youth team as yeah. the goalkeeper, and he he was good at it apparently. And he married in seventy one. What you know? What we're gonna jump ahead because that doesn't none of that information matters except for the fact that he did get married to Linda Atherton in May of nineteen seventy one. Now in nineteen seventy three, arthritis set in. Now, how, what age was he at that point? He was 21. God damn, that's pretty... I mean, that's, that had to be, like, genetic, right? Yeah, no. I mean, look, speaking as someone who is in, like, constant back pain and experiencing joint pain in my hips and, like, one of my legs, I get it. Like, I relate to this dude. He retired. He was forced to retire at the age of 21 from something he was good at. Jesus. I mean, like, god damn, dude. That is pretty bad. That is awful. And that I sympathize with him. I really do. He grew up poor. He found something he was good at and had to retire because fucking genetics. And, like, my back is vaguely genetic. So, like, I understand. You know? Yeah. So, all right. The pain from this causes him to start looking like, you know, the pills, the doctors in the UK. And I just assume... That in the UK in the 1970s, all medicine was still leeches. Leeches and morphine. Leeches, morphine, and cocaine. That's all they had. So David starts looking at all. And I, the reason I say that is because he, he starts looking at alternative uh, forms of treating this, right? Yeah. All the while, he's become a sportscaster because that's what you do. I mean, like, wasn't John Madden a football player at one point? Oh, yeah. No, he was. Or was he a coach? I think he was a coach. Probably a coach. So, like... I mean, he might have played, but I'm... Like I said, we're well, not I mean, in you sport, become a, but I know he was yeah. a coach. Well, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of retired football players go into sports casting. O.J. Simpson did. I think that's kind of more of a modern thing, but yeah. I mean, Well, it I mean, it's still the 60s and 70s, you know? It's still a thing you can do. So, the the thing is, it's the... The decent-looking ones that are too dumb to become coaches, become sportscasters and and commentators. And as we go on, we're going to see that David Icke is not packing a lot in the brain gun. He's going off with half a clip. So he starts looking for alternative forms of healing. Now, Mike, when I say alternative forms of healing, what do you think? I think of, like, laying on a bed of crystals with, like, incense i don't know acupuncture all that crazy stuff okay that's actually not that far from where we're going 1989 he was in a lot of pain going through a lot of shit because he was like part of the green party and he was like in a new age philosophy and people were start going uh, maybe you shouldn't be a part of the green party and like tell people who you support like imagine if charles manson came out and supported fucking bernie sanders well, I mean, David Icke didn't kill anybody. No, but you know what I mean. It's still like, you know, he's I mean, so, talking about like psychics and crystals and shit. Oh, also, I support this candidate. So, yeah. So, this is before his lizard people stuff, right? Oh, this is, this is, he had, okay, I guess I should say he had three distinct phases. Mm-hmm. Football and journalism. Mm-hmm. New age bullshit. Yeah. And lizard people. So, this is... 
We're so heading was, into the new age bullshit. So the Green Party. I'm not. I mean, I've heard of them. I'm not quite familiar with what their yeah. I'm not their positive is. myself. And because this is the UK Green Party, I feel like we need to really drive that home. This is not yeah. the American Green Party. Let's, let's see. What does Wikipedia say? In the what does Wiki say? Mike, the Green Party in the UK is exactly what I thought it was. Until 1985, it was called the Ecology Party. And then it was uh, split into three separate parties across England, which are all called Green. So, (laughs) yeah. So, yeah, it is actually what we think it is. It's basically an environmentalist. Yeah, I mean, it's not Earth First or anything where it's like, kill the people, but it's definitely an ecological group. So, so you know. Is it the farthest left of uh, British? It's probably. I mean, probably. Yeah, it seems, from what I'm seeing here, it seems to be very left leaning. And for someone with, you know, crystal and hoodoo mm-hmm. stuff to get it seems distance like the kind from of thing. them, that yeah. seems like he was just, like, trying to inject it into everything. Oh, yeah, dude. So, he he says that a psychic presence drew him to a book by a woman named Betty Shine, a psychic healer in Brighton. And the book was called Mind to Mind. So he reads the ass book. Ass. <laughs> you know what? I'd I'd be way more into this story if it was. I'm not gonna lie. If it was a book about like just yeah, I mean, just like if it was two people like bumping asses, <laughs> this would be a much better story because I think he would have been distracted. Anyway, he requested a consultation about his arthritis. Visit her four times, and she tells him while doing the psychic healing thing that he is a messenger from the spirit world, and he had been sent to heal the earth. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. So this poor, poor person who was now, just trying to make it by and who is usually makes her... I'm assuming it's a her. I mean, it could have been a dude, but... Um, Betty Shine That's is right, you said Betty Shine. Yes, yes. That's why probably what I assumed it was a woman. She usually... Good guess. You know, fluffs people up with telling them, you know, positive things. Because uh-huh. nobody goes to a downer, quote-unquote, psychic. A downer psychic doesn't a, stay in the business very long. Dude, a downer psychic is a real psychic. Yeah. So, <laughs> she told him something that she probably told 500 people in the past, and uh-huh. they were like, yeah. you know, oh, hey, and yeah. she told him, like, you're going you're gonna, to, like, channel all these spirits from the other world. And, and he write, took that shit too far. Oh, shit. I'm reading here. It says she told him that he would write five books in three years. That's why he writes so much. Oh God! Oh it's yeah! All her fault. It, every single fucking bit of this is her fault. See, there will be earthquakes in unusual places because the inner Earth was being destabilized by having oil taken from under the seabed. That's not how this works. I mean, it kind of is fracking and all that, but like, yeah, I mean, I it, mean, it, okay, she's not wrong, but I just wish she hadn't told David Ike, who's oh, a member of shit. the fucking Green Party. What? 
someone who is hugely influenceable. Influenceable, yes. Yeah, I mean, he obviously, you know, took this shit to heart. Where oh yeah, she probably used to people just being like, you know, it being a small confidence booster, where he made it his way of life. Oh yeah, no, dude. Like he, here's the other thing, man. And I'm just saying this: this dude's in a lot of pain all the time. Now, no I'm in a lot of pain all the time, and I have made a podcast about crazy shit that I believe or don't believe. It happens. You become a little unhinged. And he is on probably whatever the fuck they give Chevy, they give Chevy Chase after falling off a ladder all the time. He's on all the drugs. He is on every painkiller you can imagine. Like, fucking Nuprin, probably. Coding I mean, 3. I imagine... Shit, he could be on morphine. I mean, just... I don't know much about him, but he seems like he's not... I mean, he's not, like, rich or anything. No. But he no, seems God, like he's no, no. doing he's, okay. He's doing all right. So, he can afford all the drugs they prescribe him. Well, during the time that he's, like, on television and on radio, yes. Yeah, I mean, the opiate epidemic is, like a you know drug epidemic of the middle class because poor yeah. people can't afford those shit, that no, shit oh god no jesus christ no poor people need stuff like crack and pot and pot yeah so after all this and this is i had this wrong i heard somewhere that he went to the top of a fucking pyramid that's not what happened in february 1991 according to wikipedia David Icke visited a pre-Incan Silustani burial ground near Puno, Peru, where he felt drawn to a particular circle of waist-high stones. He stood in the circle and he had two thoughts, that people would be talking about this in a hundred years and that it would be over when it rained. Said he shook like he was plugged into an electrical socket and new ideas poured into him. And then it started raining and it ended. <laughs> he says it was as the described it as the Kundalini activating his chakras, triggered by a high lo, higher level of consciousness. Now, which, which chakra was it? The Kundalini line, the chakra. It always starts with the same one. But it was it his root chakra. The root chakra. It always starts with the root chakra, which means his, his this man get. Fire in your butthole. Yes, that's he, <laughs> he had he had a butthole itch. His butthole itched, and he achieved enlightenment. <laughs> Look, this happens to me quite a bit, and I've never. He just he just had a case of the cream ass. He did. Man, I hate that. Don't you? I mean, he was out in fucking where was he? Peru. You Peru said? in the j- fucking in, jungle. He was in the jungle in fucking Peru. Probably had to shit in the woods because it probably took like three days to walk there. Mike, there is one word to describe his he asshole. Didn't, didn't have enough toilet paper. He was sweaty. Yeah. I no. mean, when you have sweat and insufficient wiping, you get cream ass. All right. Now and we're cream about. Ass, invokes itching now we're about to get into what he termed as turquoise period which uh, i'm assuming at the time he was here he was wearing a tracksuit probably so i'm going to describe the environment the tracksuit and his asshole with one word 
Mm-hmm. Moist. <laughs> moist. It yes. was moist. If you don't like the word moist, I apologize, but it fits. Kevin. So, Kevin. Yeah. Moist. <laughs> God damn it, Mike! <laughs> you haven't even had enough to drink for this. I don't know. I'm, mm. I'm like, I'm almost two Roman cokes in. Oh shit, dog. Okay. And I haven't eaten anything yet, man. Well, other and, than some pop tarts. And this is fucking. This is. I don't know. It's on way. Which is worse, this or Time Cube? I mean, Time Cube's worse because it's just like time, your brain, trying to wrap your brain around Time Cube. I know, but like it doesn't hurt anyone in the long run because nobody believes it. Yeah, so we'll get to that. I mean, we're going to yeah, get we're into that in a minute. But get David Icke has, and his ideas, unfortunately, have had staying power. Oh, yeah. Like, Time Cube is kind of an esoteric thing that... If you weren't around the internet at the right time when it was kind of its heyday, you wouldn't really know about it except for, you know, looking for weird internet shit. Yeah. But David Icke. David Icke you, is you, like. He's, more than likely, you've, you've heard come across it. his, at least some of his ideas. If you have heard the idea of the lizard people you know about david ike yeah lizard people unfortunately has become part of the public subconscious and i hate it i yes. fucking hate it so all right so motherfucker stands in a stone circle gets cream ass and suddenly has all these ideas which i'm i'm assuming were not wipe thoroughly yeah so he gets back to england and he enters he calls it his turquoise period. This isn't what the press calls it. He calls it that. Because he chose to wear turquoise track suits along with what I've begun to call Ike's women. <laughs> yeah, you showed me a picture of them. But here's the thing. So, sir, tur- turquoise is commonly associated with Native Americans. and Yes, know, yes, it like. is. So, yes, it's all spiritual. Yeah. Yes. So he is culturally appropriating the fuck out of the color turquoise. Now, at this point, he's been channeling for a long time and doing automatic writing. Mike, are you familiar with automatic writing? Very little. I mean, I know. It's basically I've you go into it. a trance and you don't pay attention to what you're doing and you just your hands moving and shit comes out from mars i guess i don't know that's called masturbating no that's <laughs> that not that pencil well you didn't say anything about a pencil or writing you just okay. said you All go right. into a trance your hand starts moving and shit comes out that's <laughs> masturbating <laughs> Okay. You said nothing about writing. Okay, okay. You got me on that one. You got me on that one. But there's typically a pencil or pen involved. Like, do you remember uh, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull? I remember the refrigerator. God damn it. Okay, this is (laughs) later. Do you remember when they find the old man with the Nazis and his hands just moving? And they finally put a pencil in there and put paper in front of him and he, like, draws a map? That's, no, that's automatic. That it's writing. I, I mean, I know what the the, the theory okay. is. But, All right, yeah. fine. It was at this point that he received a message saying that he was, and again, I was mistaken on something. He was the quote son of the Godhead, which is a completely different thing than God. Yeah, because because I remember you saying that he thought he was Jesus. Yes. Well, that's what. 
Uh, it's like reported. That's what the UK tried to say. Oh, you said you were Jesus. I said I was the son of the Godhead, which is different. That's the infinite mind. That's like the and I'll defend his interpretation of it. The Godhead is not God. It is basically the source of all life. Mm-hmm. Right. It's the source of all knowledge and life. All right. Yeah. Before his visit to Peru, Ike met Deborah Shaw, an English psychic based in Calgary, Canada. When he returned from Peru, they began a relationship with the apparent blessing of Ike's wife. Now, in 1991, Shaw began living with the couple, a short-lived arrangement the press called the Turquoise Triangle, which I love. Now, she changed her name to Mary Shawson, while Ike's wife became Michaela, which she said was an aspect of the Archangel Michael. He had children with both of these women. And I'm not sure what I've seen here, but, like, the picture of Ike's women is obviously, like, I think this dude had something going on with three different women. You know, I think... I think he was pulling a Randall Thor, if you've read The Wheel of Time. Yeah, so you showed me a picture of these three women. Uh-huh. And I say women kind of loosely. Not no, well, okay, no okay, offense okay. to them. One, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's They're very 80s, and they're very British. Very 80s, very British. One of them is can, actually like Molly Ringwald. So I was going to say, I describe them as kind of housewifey which i'm assuming is his original wife probably molly ringwald which you know cute younger girl Mm -hmm. and then jeff bridges and drag jeff bridges yeah jeff bridges yeah okay yeah from dumb and dumber yeah yeah it looks like jeff bridges in a long in a blonde curly wig with lipstick that's a nightmare i mean more power to him if he's able to pull three women at once you know, hey, and they were okay with it. Although, I mean, you can it get into all the whole power tripping. It obviously bullshit, wasn't because it didn't last that long. Yeah, it never does. Uh, but he had children with the two women mentioned in this Wikipedia article. David Ike resigned from the Green Party in '91 because he said he was going to be at the center of a tremendous and increasing controversy. Which, oh boy, did he call that one? Well, you know. Now, when he said he resigned, he got a standing ovation from the delegates. And I don't see how this is a positive thing. Yeah, when you say you're resigning and everybody stands up and claps, it probably means they didn't really want you there. Yeah, when the room basically has a collective sigh of, oh, thank God. Maybe you're not that good at what you do. But let's make him feel good about leaving. Mm-hmm. Gotta be. A week short at later, shortly after David Ike's father died, Ike and his wife, Linda Atherton, along with their daughter and Deborah Shaw, held a press conference. Oh, my God. I hope that young pretty one isn't his daughter. Hmm. Maybe that's what the photos are from that press conference. So it's only two women and his daughter. Two women and his daughter, and I hope to God the daughter's just there. I don't know. That's that. They're all in the tracksuit, so it's still his turquoise phase. Unless his turquoise phase lasted like twenty years. It lasted a while, but uh, they announced Ike was the son of the Godhead, and he told reporters the world was going to end in nineteen ninety seven. 
preceded by a hurricane around the Gulf of Mexico and New Orleans, which I'm like, that only happens yearly. Well, I would say that happens every two or three years. Yeah, well, still, it was a... I mean, there's always hurricanes, but when they hit New Orleans, Louisiana area, it's, you know, every two or three years. Yeah, but I mean, the That's point still is, it's not still a big prediction. It, it might rain in Mississippi. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's not a huge prediction. There will be volcanic eruptions in Cuba, which I don't think he understands how that works. <laughs> Disruptions in China, which Tiananmen Square had already happened. Yeah. A hurricane in Derry, which is in Ireland. Hmm, that's kind of a interesting take. And an earthquake on the Isle of Aran. A-R-R-A-N. This information was given to them by voices and automatic writing, he said. Oh, and Los Angeles would become an island, New Zealand would disappear, and the cliffs of Kent would be underwater by Christmas in 91. So, how many of his predictions came true? None. Not not a goddamn thing. kind of what I thought. Not a goddamn fucking bit of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So he's batting a thousand there. Yep. Uh huh. Or so, zero. <laughs> it's bad, It's not batting a thousand if you're batting point one. Point zero 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 to zero, the third zero. power. Yeah. So he got brought on a show hosted by Terry Wagon called Wagon, which man, you know that doesn't have the same ring as Donahue. <laughs> Is Wogan. Well, maybe Wogan is like a very respected journalist. My name's Terry Wogan. You want to come down here lick my big toe for a dollar? I mean, I'm sorry. That's what comes to my mind. I'm sure Terry Wogan is like brilliant and he's won like all these fucking uh, awards or something. But like, fuck. (laughs) He talks to David Icke and he fucking just makes a fool out of him. Yeah. On national television. In fact, The Guardian in the UK called it a media crucifixion. Wow. Yeah. It it led to some difficulties. Apparently, the police were called to his house because a hundred fucking youths were outside his house chanting, we want the Messiah, <laughs> and holding signs that say, give us a sign, David. And uh, he was talking about how he never really want he he wanted to be respectable his whole life, and then just all of a sudden everybody's like he's insane and he was being laughed at. His children were being picked on in school, and for that I feel bad for him. Yeah, well, you know, like I mean, like his kids didn't deserve that shit. No, for what it's worth, he apologized a few years later. Uh, in 2006, Wagen interviewed Ike again for a special called Wagen Now and Then, and he apologized for his conduct in the 91 interview. Oh, and this is great. However, in his autobiography, Musick Rumble, Wagen described Ike as being a ranting demagogue convinced we're all ma- manipulated sheep. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, so 
all of his early books were new age. Like, I bring love. Break his legs. You know, <laughs> like that kind of shit. It's all about like heal the world and do it yourself. Guide to personal and planetary transformation. And uh, his 1992 book was called Love Changes Everything. <laughs> And if he had stayed like that, man, I wouldn't be doing this episode. You know? Yeah. So now we're about to get into the crazy shit. We're we're getting into the lizard king of the lizard men part of his life, Mike. Yeah. The stuff that we know about. And the first book he wrote about that was in 1994 called The Robots Rebellion. Yeah. It was published by Gateway Publications. And it attracted, okay, we're just going to, we're not going to go bit by bit here, but we're going to say that, like, all of his later books have been called anti-Semitic. Yeah. Now, the reason for this is because, okay, we need to talk about the fact that David Icke's beliefs, his current belief system, is all based on other people's material, specifically Bill Cooper. Bill Cooper is the grandfather of conspiracy theorists. He hosted a radio show called The Hour of the Time. And when Alex Jones first came out, Bill Cooper warned everyone, this man is a shill and he is just in it for the money. Bill Cooper believed everything he said. All right. Yeah. He wrote a book called Behold a Pale Horse. I do not recommend trying to read this if you want to keep your sanity. But one of the things from Bill Cooper's book that he published in its in its uh, entirety was the protocols of zion right yeah oh, the protocols of the elders of zion it is anti-semitic literary forgery originally apparently written by they don't know who but it may have been the uh russian secret police yeah, I'm in paris that. Yeah, saying that the Jews were trying to take over the world. And David Icke just kind of said, Hey, mean lizard people. <laughs> Extra-dimensional lizard people. Who are also Jewish. We're going to get there. But yeah, I mean, basically, the idea that he's come with is that uh, we're all living in uh, an illusionary world created by psychic, shape-shifting lizard people who have been here since the beginning, also known as the Archons, the Draco Reptilians, and many other names. All right? Bob. Bob. The great conspiracy of Bob. But also, you know, it's Illuminati. He calls them the Illuminati protocols. Yeah. But this is saying that the bloodline of the reptilians have been in power since mankind first showed any kind of uh, ability at being psychic and controlling their own destiny. So the lizards feed on our suffering and our bad vibes. So they were put in charge of the world and all the horrible things that have ever, ha- ever happened were so they can feed on our suffering. All right. You know, instead of capitalism. Instead of capitalism, indeed. If there are lizard people, they're in charge of capitalism. Ike has said that the lizard people, not all lizard people are Jewish, but a lot of the Jewish people are lizards. (laughs) Like, okay, he's saying, like, the major 
Controlling force is the Rothschilds, which is one of the richest families in the world. Other members of the ruling Illuminati lizard people elite are the Bushes, Barack Obama, all the royal families of the world that have been in power for years, and all of them, every single one of these ultra-powerful families are controlled by Boxcar Willie, the country singer. The hobo. The hobo guy. They can imitate a train whistle with his voice. Um, so... What concert did he get thrown out of? That is so random. That is, I mean, that is like, I mean, like, you may as well... I could hear, like, a character in a movie saying that and then everybody being like <laughs> that wacky bastard and then there's like a joke about it where it's like his butcher really is the king of the world why boxcar willie i don't know i don't that know i don't so think weird. And I'm pretty sure, I'm just guessing that who after Boxcar Willie died, I'm willing to wager it's like Hillary Clinton now to him. Yeah. That's just me. I'm just probably guessing. So like I said, he starts post he starts writing these books about the global elite being lizards, Jews, and then he starts denying the Holocaust, saying that it was invented to generate sympathy for the lizard people. Well, if they control everything, why do they need sympathy? I know. That's my thing. So, if they're but, all powerful, they shouldn't give a shit about what people think. Yeah. He got thrown, he got kicked away. He got kicked out of his publishing deal. Yeah. Uh, let's see. When did that happen? Around 1995. Yeah. And all of his books have been self-published ever since through Bridge of Love Publications. A veritable stamp of quality <laughs> and righteousness. All right, let's see. So Nothing, uh, nothing ever self-fulfilling or self-centered has ever been self-published yeah. in the history of man. Yeah, no, not at all. So, let's see. That was in 1995. Let me just go through here and pick out a few titles of his books that he has self-published because these are great. All right. Yeah. Of course, that uh, the one that he put out that got him fired was, And the Truth Shall Set You Free. <laughs> it is said that he's trying to consolidate all conspiracy theories into one huge thing. So, he's... Trying to make the grand unified theory of bullshit. That is exactly what he's doing. Holy uh, fuck. His biggest selling book is The Biggest Secret, which came out in 1999. I love that, like, the book I had isn't even listed here. Like, it didn't <laughs> fucking matter. Well, his most recent book apparently is 2020 called The Answer. The Answer. That's the it. The Answer to Just everything. The Answer. Okay, well, his 2002 book was called Alice in Wonderland and the World Trade Center Disaster. Motherfucker. <laughs> it became a top five fucking bestseller in South Africa. What? 
I know. I know. Now, all uh, those fucking goddamn white South Africans buying it, that his shit, I guess. I know. It blows my fucking mind that people buy this and like are like, all right, this makes sense. Oh, that justifies my hatred of the Blakes. The Blakes? Oh, good. Yeah, no. So, he lectures a lot, which, you know, he drew crowds and everything. But and we haven't even gotten into his craziest shit. But like here's here's another book title, and I love this because it makes no goddamn sense. Human race, get off your knees, colon, the lion sleeps no more. Well, I mean, if you consider, you know, humanity the lion I like get- I mean just looking at his book titles, it swings between his his like hippy dippy you know everything is love and his you know everything shit holy shit get up and you know rebel against everything he married his second wife because you know his first wife wasn't gonna just stick around for all this crazy i love that like both women left him <laughs> they're both well, like i can't you know. deal with this fucking turquoise motherfucker he looks like shitty jewelry i gotta get out of here I am free. I am me. Or I am me. I am free. Is that one of his books? That was 96. Jesus God almighty. I wish this was in order. It's all. Oh, God. Okay. So he, he met his second wife, Pamela Lee Richardson in Jamaica in 1997. He and his first wife divorced in 2001. And he and Richards were married the same year. So, so he had a side piece. And then they separated still, in 2008 and divorced in 2011. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Look, normally I wouldn't like to do just straight up personal attacks on somebody that I'm covering. But man, fuck David Ike. Yeah. This guy is dangerous, and I hate him now, like the things he does. So, anyway, he ran for election in 2008. Mm-hmm. Didn't win. Did not win. Did I wonder why. not win. I wonder what he ran under since he had already left the Green Party. Uh, let me see if it says. Uh, and it does not. It does say he launched an internet television station in 2013 called The People's Voice. The Bro- People's Voice. Wow. People's Voice needs to lay off the Marlboro. <laughs> Broadcast from London, he founded the station after crowdsourcing over 300,000 pounds. Motherfucker. And worked for it as a volunteer in March 2014. Later that year, the station stopped broadcasting. It lasted a year. Okay. 300,000 pounds. By the way, we have a Patreon now. So <laughs> we'll get to that later. All right. Now, one of the things about all this. Now, normally, you guys know I'll make an outline or I'll make notes to read from. I refuse to sully my memory with anything involving this man you refuse to put him pen to paper or cursor to keyboard i am not gonna commit this guy to my hard drive he's staying in ram all right and he's getting dumped as soon as we're done 
Newton Ike's uh, philosophical discussion is about the universe and consciousness and conspiracy theories, saying that politicians are reptilian humanoids and pedophiles. And he believes in reincarnation and a collective consciousness that has been in that has been intentionally held back. In the biggest secret he has this is where he really introduced the idea that these reptilians are the Anunnaki which okay. were the ancient gods of Sumeria. Okay. And they come from the constellation of Draco. Draco, huh? The dra- yeah, yeah, you know, the dragon constellation. So of course they're lizards. Lizard people from the dragon constellation. I all yeah, these little, things little which, on the nose. All these things which humanity named <laughs> You yeah. see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. No, I totally I totally see what you're saying here. He also says that the moon is a holographic projector. Okay, you can't see me right now, but I'm wincing as hard as I can. I, I picture your eyeballs squeezing out the side of your eyes. I mean, no, they're very closed right now. Yeah, I know. But like, In fact, I'm closing my eyes so hard where you see the patterns. Yeah, I hope you can see this because I'm doing it as hard as I can. It's all geometry and uh, cliff yeah. faces. But it's saying that that is everything that we see and actually experience is a hologram from the moon. He has also described this. Oh, you're gonna love this, Mike. Oh wait, when did when did the movie The Matrix come out? Ninety nine, ninety eight, somewhere he came, there. Conveniently came out with a book, Children of the Matrix. Oh yeah, 01. no, because he thought it was like he it fit his conspiracy theory so well. Holy shit! He fucking nutted all over the movie. <laughs> He probably like watched it many times in theaters. He saw it once and he was like, "Oh, this is everything." Mike, and he just watched it again and again. Mike, do you remember that scene in um, the Happy Time Fun Murders? No. You you remember the Muppet, the not Muppet Muppet movie that uh, Brian Henson did? I never watched the movie itself. Yeah, but you remember in the trailer where the Muppet was coming and it yeah. was just silly string? Yeah. That, That's that David Icke the first time he saw the fucking Matrix. I can see that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But what you're about to love is he is a critic of the scientific method. Of course he is. And he has described it as bollocks. So the one thing that his advanced human understanding for Hundreds of fucking years. Thousands. Hundreds of thousands. Well, I wouldn't say hundreds of thousands. Tens of thousands. I mean tens of thousands. Thousands. I mean, the scientific method is as a codified okay. set All right. of hundreds uh, of years. All things. right. Yeah, hundreds of years. But still, think about the hundreds of years of advanced. Okay, in the last 200 years, how far human knowledge has progressed. Due to the scientific method. In 60 years, we went from guys on a thing with an engine made of sticks and paper to the moon. Yeah. Using the scientific method. And but he, he says, says it's oh, bullshit. It's he says it's complete bullshit. And of course, and this is not a surprise at all that he thinks that climate change is a hoax. Wait, wasn't Doesn't he a member him. of the Green Party? Yeah. 
But, 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 but he's a but, conspiracy theorist now, so all that's but, out the window. But, are you all right can you no, keep going no i've stalled can, out can you, my brain is flooded stalled. are you flooded do he we need to the green the party choke? and became a client climate change denier <laughs> this is the best fucking episode we've ever done yes yes that's exactly it i've never really heard of anybody leaving the left and making a sharp right turn while still being batshit insane. Uh, actually, the thing is, I know a couple of people that have done that. I mean, yeah, I mean. All right. Yeah. So, all right. He also believes in the concept of infinite dimensions po- occupying the same space, which I'm kind of okay with. That, yeah. Isn't that time cube? Sort of, except it's basically like, you know, if you could vibrate at a different frequency, you'd end up in another dimension of Earth. If I could vibrate at a different frequency, I wouldn't leave my bedroom. Uh, okay, that's fair. Okay, this sounds like it was completely stolen from Douglas Adams. Ike believes that time is an illusion, and I'm sitting here going, lunchtime doubly so. There's no past or future, and only the, quote, infinite now. Um, I mean, mean, technically, he's not wrong. No, yeah, I mean, because I mean, mean, like the the past past, is gone, the future hasn't happened. All there is is now. The past only exists in memory. I mean, as a concept, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, technically, that's not wrong, but fuck him. Just on, oh, 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 shit. Okay, next section. This is what we needed. Uh, this is all about the New World Order and the, quote, reptilian conspiracy. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to read the beginning of this Wikipedia article and let it stand. All right. Okay. Ike believes that an interdimensional race of reptilian beings called the Archons have hijacked the Earth and are stopping humanity from leasing, from releasing its true potential. He claims they're the same beings as the Anunnaki deities from the Babylonian creation myth, the Enuma Elis, and the fallen angels or watchers who mated with human women in biblical apocrypha. Well then. (laughs) He believes that a genetically modified human archon hybrid race of shape-shifting reptilians known as the Babylonian Brotherhood or the Illuminati manipulate global events to keep humans in constant fear so the archons can feed off the, quote, negative energy this creates. So, bad vibes, everybody. So, I don't know why they always go for, like, this directly feeding thing when he's like halfway to the actual truth which is you know a you know rich almost ruling class feeds off of our productivity yeah i I mean mean, it's it's almost there i mean almost but then you threw the lizards in there i mean they have to just take it it too far yeah well they always do because Oh, oh! I love this quote. I love this quote. It's talking about uh, okay. Lewis and Khan argue that okay. Let me back up here a minute because a lot of this. One of the other, the other places he got this. There's Bill Cooper's "Behold a Pale Horse." There's Zachariah Sitchin's "The Twelfth Planet," which I read 
which is saying that the Babylonian creator gods were aliens, which, you know, whatever. Oh, and uh, Chariots of the Gods, you know, the ancient alien conspiracy. Okay. He stole all of his ideas from other conspiracy theories, so he could say he was making his own conspiracy theory put together with blackjack and hookers. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, so... I mean, none of these guys are wholly original, are they? No, I mean, because, like, the entire idea of ancient aliens as a concept originally came from H.P. Lovecraft's story, well, all of his fucking stories, you yeah. know? Like Cthulhu and the Elder Things. Yeah, he was kind of... And the Ithians. He was highly ahead of his time. Yeah, he was kind of the first thing that... First guy that I can can cite off the top of my head that was like, all these... All this shit, weird, fucked up shit came from beyond the stars. Yeah, I know. And, you know... everyone else was like, it's either, oh, man-made or the de- or the devil or, you yeah. know... So, we're just not going to go into what H.P. Lovecraft named his cat. If you want to know, Google it. Yeah, that, yeah, that's just, something fucked You got to remember, this things. dude wrote some amazing horror, but holy shit, was he racist until the end. At the end, he was like, I was wrong about a lot of shit. And, of course, that's when the world saw fit for him to die. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's always like, maybe I was wrong. Die, motherfucker. So <laughs> Okay, so... I shouldn't have been so racist. Oh, I'm dead. Yeah, oh, fucking bowel cancer. Shit. Okay, so Zachariah Sitchin. I don't know if you've heard of this guy's stuff. Okay, he's the one that came up with the whole Anunnaki thing and the Babylonian gods coming to Earth and founding fucking everything and Adam being like a half-breed between alien and monkey, for lack of a better term. Wait, okay. That's an interesting take. We're, we're going to go back in another episode, and we're going to talk about more ancient alien stuff, okay? Okay. Like, I want you, me, and David together to talk about this, because holy shit, this is amazing stuff that we got to talk about. And I've read Sitchin, and it's retarded, for <laughs> lack of a better term, because he's talking about, like, fucking planets coming out of nowhere. Anyway, so sitchin suggests that the anunnaki came to earth for gold it's always gold it's always gold why is it always gold mike it's only valuable because we said it is and now and ike hang so, on before you get started now okay. david ike said that they came here for monoatomic gold which he claims increases the capacity of the nervous system ten thousand fold didn't and that ingesting it, the Anunnaki can possess vast amounts of inner information, speed up transdimensional travel, and shapeshift from reptilian to human. So, I don't, you mentioned this at work once. I did. The monoatomic gold. And yeah. I decided to look into it. Yeah, please educate me. And so, that shit doesn't exist. <laughs> like, at all. <laughs> Okay, what did it say about it? The only references at all are to hoodoo sites. Like hoodoo, hoodoo. sites that like 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 tribal like old old time voodoo religion no, type I'm stuff. Just, I, I use hoodoo as a catch all for uh, okay. voodoo, you know, the just the the woo, basically. Woo. <laughs> oh, oh. oh crystals stuff. Yeah, okay. Tempe all, Arizona people. Yeah. That's okay. just it's just all you know, bullshit. 
basically. There's no scientific thing of monoatomic gold. It's not an actual scientific state of gold. It's like the Philosopher's Stone is what you're saying. Yeah, it It does not exist. Correct. Okay. So... If there is such a thing, which probably it's like dilithium from Star Trek, it's <laughs> it's a thing that someone made up that is not borne out by our known laws of physics. Oh God! Okay. And if if our laws of physics don't know about it, it means it can't exist for very long in our reality. Oh, I'm sure. But so let me, let me read this last sentence of this one paragraph to you because this may be the greatest sentence I've ever read about David Icke. Lewis and Kahn, who are two authors mentioned earlier in the article, argue that Ike is using allegory to depict the alien and alienating nature of global capitalism. Ike has stated, I am not using allegory. <laughs> I am being dead, I am dead fucking serious. I am so serious, like it's dripping out of my fucking forehead. There are lizards. So... As of 2003, Ike claims the reptilian bloodline includes all American presidents, three British and two Canadian prime ministers. How come they're so lucky? <laughs> Several Samir- Like, all American presidents? Really? Well, you know. Only three British and two Canadian prime ministers, but every goddamn American president from the get-go. Because well, we're evil. Oh, we're evil, is that it? Because we're all capitalist lizard men. Yes. <laughs> we broke away from the monarchy. Oh, you're right. Several Sumerian kings and Egyptian pharaohs. Wait, so they've been around that long, uh-huh. but they just... You know, two hundred years ago, took over. You know, America, and you just like understand what, that America was took over. founded as their country. Oh, you know, we're we're like supposed to be the new Atlantis, which, mm. according to David Icke, was probably full of fucking lizards, just giant goddamn iguanas, no. uh, and a smattering of celebrities. Because <laughs> you know, I. Here's the thing, Mike. Here's I, I the thing. can control the world, or I can be a celeb. Here's hmm. the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. What celebrity do you think will be a lizard person? I mean, Tom Cruise right off Gilbert the bat. Godfrey. What? <laughs> no. Just... That's because he's Jewish, isn't it? No. Okay, I'm going with Tom Cruise just because, like, fucking Scientology, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Okay. Uh, you, pick a celeb. Who, who's definitely a lizard person? Oprah. Really? Well, I mean, she's got a lot of influence. Look, I'm not going to say you're wrong, but I'm going to say she's probably like two lizard people. (laughs) Just as a guess. Okay, so key bloodlines are said to include, and you're not going to be shot by either of these, uh, any of these, actually. The Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, probably, who who was the big uh, metal magnate up there? Carnegie, probably. Yeah, probably Carnegie. Various yeah, European. Uh, what about the uh, the the Limbergs? No, not the Limbergs. Oh no, no, they ate their baby, but they didn't. They weren't lizards. <laughs> uh, various European aristocratic families, the establishment families of the Eastern United States, and the British House of Windsor. He saw former British Prime Minister Ted Heath's eyes turn entirely. Quote. Jet black. While the two men waited for a Sky News interview in 1989, Mike, I want to read to you 
one sentence here. Okay. In 2001, Ike said the Queen Mother was, quote, seriously reptilian. Like, just not regular <laughs> reptilian. Like, seriously. Like, like I didn't know there were degrees. I mean, I thought you were either reptilian or not, but apparently. But like, seriously reptilian is like you're wearing a rubber mask and you pull it off, and she's just a fucking iguana. No, no, you've got a mask. You pull it off. It's reptile. You pull it off. You're back to human. Pull it off again. It's reptile. Even more reptile. You're like a Tricera fucking tops. Oh, dude. I hope Queen Elizabeth is a fucking... Uh, wait, no. The Queen Mother. That was Queen Elizabeth's mother. Yeah. Oh, she was like all... Ca- she was like so reptilian. She was in a fucking wheelchair because her fucking arms didn't work. They were just <laughs> lizard legs. She was a snake, just a coiled snake, the head looking out through the mask. And uh, apparently the Rothschilds are blood drinking satchip worsteners. Satchip worsteners? Oh, wow. I fucked that up. Let me start that over. <laughs> the Rothschilds are also blood. Blood-drinking Satan worshippers. I think you should leave that in. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> fuck. We both been drinking because it is really hard to deal with David. No, you, I mean it. You need the cushioning. You need the emotional I do. cushioning. I it's like when I talk about this without alcohol before the show. You get mad. I get real mad. Well, we, we haven't gotten to that the enraging parts oh, yet. Oh my but god! I know his modern conspiracy. Yeah influences i mean basically everybody points out the fact that a lot of the global elite that he points out are like jewish and he is are probably sympathetic to israel Uh uh-huh and he is like all about the fucking holocaust was just a scam uh oh whoa okay here's great he says that his the claims of uh him being uh anti-semitic are quote total friggin nonsense this is not a plot on the world by Jewish people. Uh-huh. But but everyone he but, names is but all the a Jews Jew, a Jew reptilian. <laughs> again, again, not all the Jew, not all the reptilians are Jews, but all the Jews are reptiles. <laughs> God damn it. So it's interesting to see his bibliography going from green party politics love and love you. changes everything yeah. to trigger the lie that changed the world and the biggest secret the answer uh-huh. mm-hmm. the yeah. ma- the children of the matrix yeah okay so uh we're gonna go ahead and jump ahead because all the rest of this stuff that i could be reading is all just him talking about they're all lizards they're all fucking lizards i mean that's literally all of it the moon's a fucking hologram projector and the oh god damn it did i mention how you defeat the reptiles mike no love love well you, you just, know it could be worse you just fill weapons. your fucking heart with love now saying that we're gonna move on to the next thing where he says the only way to defeat the lizards is to fucking burn down 5g towers <sighs> i mean so yeah, we can we can title the next section the legacy of David Ike. Oh yeah, because and he's still a going concern. That's the well, yeah. problem. I mean, he's still around. He's still uh, saying 
wacky bullshit. Well, it says here he was identified recently by the Center for Countering Digital Hate with offices in London and Washington, D.C. as a leading producer of misinformation about COVID-19 as well as anti-Semitic content. A lot of people may remember in April 2020, he did a video that there was a link between COVID-19 and 5G mobile phone networks. Now, YouTube took this video down. See, I didn't know that in the beginning it that stemmed from him. Oh, yes. I know that there was the whole 5G, uh-huh. and I know it was a lot like more prevalent in Europe, in, uh, England, yeah. UK, yeah. than it was here. But I didn't really know that it was a David Icke. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He uh, sourced. He has so many believers, it's kind of shocking, to be honest. Well, I mean, he, it seems like the David Ike, or David Ike, the David Ike seems to be like the England version of QAnon. QAnon and uh, uh, what's his name, Alex Jones. Oh yeah, yeah. Because the difference being, Alex Jones has his his network thing. What's it called? I don't. Infowars. Infowars. Yeah. Infowars. David Icke just kind of has wherever will let him talk. I think I would say it's more QAnon because I th- I get the feeling that David Icke is a little more niche than uh, okay. No, that's Alex fair. Jones. I guess. Well, and, I mean, bear in mind, bear in mind, Alex Jones did talk about like vampiric pot belly goblins. YouTube took him off the platform. They tightened their rules about conspira- about spreading conspiracy theories about COVID-19. He was also deleted from Facebook and Twitter. Someone thought Ike was being ambiguous as to whether phone masks should be left alone or not. And David Ike said, quote, If 5G continues and reaches where they want to take it, human life as we know it is over. So people have to make a decision. Wow. That's not very ambiguous. No, is it's it? not. I uh, mean, it's trying to be, but it's mm-hmm. not. Yeah. It's like trying to like say, I'm not touching you, but it's still it's it's not as clever as he thinks it is. Yeah. And also jumping back on that that anti Semitism thing, he also thought that uh Israeli uh Israel was using the crisis to test its technology and suggested any attempt to require people to get vaccinated was fascism. Sure. Uh, yep. Considering that vaccines have been required in many, many social situations for almost 100 years. Yeah, like 100 fucking years. I mean, not 100 years, uh, but He also has been at multiple anti-lockdown protests. Of course. Oh, yeah, August 2020, Trafalgar Square. Here's a nice quote. Anyone with half a brain cell on active duty can see coronavirus is nonsense. We have a virus so intelligent that it only affects those taking part in protests the governments want to stop. He also stated, This world is controlled by a tiny few people who impose their agenda on millions of people. He told the police who were present at the rally that they were enforcing fascism and that your own children will have to live with and urged them to join us and stop serving the psychopaths. 
So he thinks only people that go to protests get coronavirus. Yes. Mike? Considering I have no people that have stayed home as much as possible and have gotten coronavirus. Uh-huh. People that, you know, did everything, quote unquote, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He also said that, uh, almost, okay, I know I needed something to buffer here, but like I almost read September 11th as 7-Eleven attacks. <laughs> And, like, I kind of want to see an animated version of two planes crashing into a 7-Eleven. No, no, the, the 7-Eleven's crashing into the two towers. Oh, dude, that would, man, fucking big gulps. Oh, yeah. Just bringing it the, down. The little hot dogs on the rollers. Yeah. Okay, so, in the trigger, the lie that changed the world, who really did it and why, Ike writes, the official explanation for 9-Eleven attacks is false and is intended to cover up the massive and central involvement by the Israeli government. Nope. Nope. Not not anti-Semitic at all, man. So the Israeli government was doing something so bad that they had to quote-unquote fake crash planes into the World Trade Center to cover it up. Uh-huh. Yep. Pretty much. So that either implies that their control of media is so great that they can, you know, bury a story like that, but also that their control of media is so tenuous that they need a cover story. Mm-hmm. Because, let's face it, on September 15th, 2001, they could have easily reported on other things that were going the fuck on, but they didn't. Mike? Yeah. My brain's trying to shut down, and we still got a little <laughs> bit more to do here. I know, but um, it just, just conspiracies always baffle me because they, they fall apart after just a little bit of actual research into fact. But the thing I mean, is, even a little critical thinking. Part of the conspiracy is critical thinking and fact, because we're we're sheeple. Remember, also he coined the term sheeple. Oh, God, he did. He came up with sheeple. He also said, referred to the term in Children of the Matrix. This is how I knew I was done with the book. He's, he referred to sheep as a herd of sheep. And he said, I know the term is flock, but herd sounds better. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> like, all the other shit is bad, but, like, fuck you for that. You, you're not allowed to do this. Flock of sheeple sounds awesome. I know. Herd of sheeple just sounds stupid. Mike, let's make a, f- a metal band called Flock, called Flock of Sheeple. No, it would be a uh, new wave cover band. Ooh, the Flock I of like sheeple. this plan. So, have I told you the groups that support David Icke? No. That believe in him? Oh, God. The British League of Rights, which is a national white supremacy group. Okay, that sounds completely opposite of what it. the name is very it's, misleading. It's, yeah. The Ku Klux Klan. So I'm looking at his book covers, and I've just uh-huh. noticed a, a, uh, a theme. He's got a lot of dudes with outstretched arms on his covers. Yeah. I just, I just noticed that. I thought that uh-huh. was interesting. Yeah. Like in like um, at least four or five of his covers. Most of the people that agree with him are right-wing conspiracy groups. 
Yeah. Racist groups and, quote, Christian patriots. So basically anybody that hates Jews. If you hate Jews and black people, you're right up there with uh, David Icke. I wouldn't say black people because by default, if you hate Jews, you hate black people. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Because if you hate Jews, you definitely hate brown people. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, if you hate Jews, you hate hate anyone that's not Christian and white. Oh, did I mention that you said the U.S. government was responsible for the Oklahoma City bombing? Well, of course. I mean, they're responsible for everything. Yeah, why the fuck wouldn't they be? I mean, they're responsible for freaking the the, uh, fall of Rome, I guess. Yeah. So, after all this information that we've just laid out, should I tell you about the places he's been fucking thrown out of? Like physically? Yeah. Oh, please. Do tell. Pretty much every other country on the fucking planet except for the United States. Every English-speaking country has been like, Ah, you need to get back on the plane now. So, like Australia? Australia won't let him in the country. Canada. He landed, and then they canceled all. Like, Canada let him in. Mm Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, no, you can say whatever you want, but you got to pay the consequences. So, like, all of his shows were canceled. (laughs) Every other place in the country, except for, like, South Africa, I think, and here, has been like, you get the fuck out, South Africa, because it's like, all right, come on in. Uh, Boy, you'll have some pretty good ideas. Here, because... Oh, freedom of speech. Freedom of speech, and we're full of people that think like him. Wouldn't say full, but there are there a lot enough that he can get an audience. Yeah, I mean, oh, oh, here's an interesting fact: as of 2013, four percent of all Americans believe that lizard people control the society. Oh no, I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. I I frequently still see you know bullshit about lizard people, whether or not the person that posted it really believes you, it. Or you remember not. Pizzagate? Yeah, Pizzagate. Yeah, yeah, that was part of it. Um, Probably, this was also Uh, a very founding uh, pebble of QAnon and And, the uh, the adrenochrome shit. Global elites. Basically, anything, you know, well, I guess the Illuminati predated Ike, right? Yeah, as a concept for the most part. But David Ike turned into lizard people. Well, yeah, but so you can't can't quite any secret government cabal you can't lay at his feet per se no but but if you believe they're like aliens aliens or interdimensional lizard men and here's the thing he said interdimensional but they're from the planet of some planet in the draco console which is it that's like you can either kill me or i can get hit by a bus you can't have both yeah well, they're they're from the from another dimension version of the Draco constellation. Oh, fuck you, trying to find <laughs> sense in this, you piece of shit. Fuck you, man. This just like okay, I can tell like the booze is wearing off a little bit because I'm getting mad again. <laughs> like this just sends me right up the goddamn flagpole. But yeah, no, I mean I was like there was a. Uh, a recent little meme thing I saw that yeah. had like a picture of Joe Biden and in front, like by his ear, 
like where the little the little mm-hmm. front flappy thing is in your ear. Your yeah, that's supposed to be a evolutionary holdover from uh, the aquatic ape the theory. Little, not your lower lobe, but yeah, the, no, the upper no, the thing that almost covers thing yeah. that covers your hole almost. But there, it you know, over his was like some like it was like rectangular and big, and a lot of people are saying. Oh, that's because it's a skin flap for, you know, his proof that he is not human or not, you know, not the real Joe Biden. Some some theories were saying it's because of a fake face. Some were saying because, well, you know, because it's he's a like, mask, it's a mask um, because he oh. was one, not really Joe Biden or two, because he was a lizard person. Yeah. And, you know, looking at that, I'm going or. It could just be a one fucking earpiece. Well, well, one of them was like it could be just a, a artifact of the picture. Yeah. You know, some, oh yeah. Before we close, we're gonna talk about fucking digital but, artifacting. But the the for a second, second one was yeah. Well, what if you know? I mean, he's the fucking president. Surely the Secret Service wants a earpiece for them to be able to tell him, "Hey, Mr. Get president, the fuck I need down. you to duck." So why would he have an earpiece with a little Joe Duck? Joe Duck with a little piece of a yeah skin skin colored tape yeah, to cover it that may have peeled off. Yeah, exactly. You know, Occam's razor here, people. You know, yeah. simplest so explanation. I think the biggest thing that has been in uh, David Icke's favor in the last few years is digital artifacting. Because you can go on YouTube and look up real lizard people caught on camera, blah, blah, blah. And you'll see footage of digital artifacting where somebody's face goes kind of wonky because pixels are fucked up because of digital artifacting. Yeah, because their face is the only thing that's moving in uh the frame. Yeah, and uh, the illusion fell apart. No. Or or also Mm. because of cameras are pretty... uh, modern cameras are fairly sensitive to infrared you get a lot of people that have like you know infrared yeah. reflections off their mm-hmm. corneas yeah. i see it in youtube videos all the time like people i'm watching they're just you know they, they'll have red eyes mike mike but they're lizard people what if they are lizard people oh no oh no we're fucked especially at night the lizard people come out at night you know i'm gonna say this if there is any, there's only one lizard person on the face of this planet, Mike. Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg. No, he's an android. Oh, you know what? That makes more sense. Yes, like- but if there were someone that is a lizard person, it's him. Mm, I, I think more android. If anyone, if I would he's say anyone that is a litter, lizard person, uh huh. Hmm. Who's a lizard person, Mike? Out of political and uh, people in power. George Bush. Senior or W? W. W? Yeah. You think W is a uh, lizard person? Why not? I mean, what? how else can you explain him? I'm going to go with Al Gore. No, he wasn't successful I, enough. Yeah, I know. But, like, that doesn't mean anything. I mean, look at him. He's no, obviously like- not human. You know, if he was a lizard person, he would have been more pro-global warming. I don't... Because, mm, you know, lizard warm. 
All right, yeah. <laughs> hey, look, if anybody's interested, you should go check out that old movie, The Arrival, from like 93 or 94 or 95, whenever it was, starring Charlie Sheen. That is some fucking lizard people conspiracy without the lizard people. Also, it's just kind of a fun movie. Hmm. You remember that movie, Mike? Vaguely. I've yeah. Been, I haven't seen it since probably like, around then. I just remember watching the movie at the time going, wow, motherfucker should play Gordon Freeman. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then that like that one kid, like his knees bent backward and he ran off into this desert and like the shittiest visual effect you've ever seen in your life. Don't remember that. Oh, dude, you got to go back and look that up on YouTube. It's so fucking stupid. Now that we've reached the end of the David Icke saga, I'm just going to go ahead and say that David Icke is a shit stain of a human being. Or maybe he's a lizard person himself. You know what? If anybody's a lizard person, it's him. I agree. I mean, like, that's all there is to it. He is the lizard person trying to throw shade on other people so no one says it. And the thing is, he's the only one. Yeah, he's like, like one. He he's accidentally like, dimension hopped and he's here. It's like by Jim Bob the idiot boy got kicked out of the lizard dimension. I'm like, eh, given to the earth people. <laughs> All righty. So, Mike, how, how do you feel about this? Unclean. Unclean? Like, you, you, you basically feel like I do about this guy. This guy is like pretty trash person pretty trash does not need to have like i'm not saying we should like ban him from the country but like he shouldn't shouldn't have a soapbox no god no i mean i'm all for people being able to say their piece but uh, it's he's getting to the point of shouting fire in a packed movie theater it's dangerous he's dangerous his ideas are dangerous. I mean, I mean, an idea is only as dangerous as the person that believes it. But we have Man. a lot of people with soft heads believing pretty dangerous stuff. Yeah, the people that believe this, like the people that do believe this, didn't need to hear it. You know, I mean, it's not as they would have found would something say, else. But like, I would have preferred they found like new age crystal shit as opposed to the baby-eating Illuminati reptiles are in control of the world. Once again, I would say he's less dangerous than QAnon, but not by a whole lot. Here's the thing. Do you remember the time when David Icke was out there, but he was a joke? Yeah. I miss those days, Mike. I mean, he's still... I mean, he's in America, he's he's not... still a, as big a concern as maybe in england he's more of a concern but here it's more QAnon. yeah I mean, but he, QAnon none of his follow, buys into it some, none of his so. followers have stormed the bloody fucking capital of dc haven't they mike no some of them might have been i mean some of them in there but you know his call to arms did not cause an insurrection yeah i guess but I still, there's a human shit stain that. Oh, yeah, uh, no, I mean, yeah. it's just degrees of uh, shit stainium. Yeah. Okay. Well, Mike, as always, thank you for being on the show. You're welcome. You know, I appreciate you being here. You're yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, well, I so, try. I know you do. You're good at it. 
So, uh, let's see. Next week, we're going to be talking about the Fey Folk. Me and David, for sure. Mike, if you're available for that, I'd love to have you on. Sure, we'll see how the schedule goes. Sure thing. And uh, let's see. What have we got up this week for uh, follow-up stuff? We have a Patreon. If you Mm. go to patreon.com and search for Supernatural Selection, you should find us on there. We have got... We're going to have uh, bonus episodes with me and some of the other hosts. We're going to have uh, shout-outs if you donate on Patreon. We will shout you out on the show. If you enjoy how drunk we get, sponsor that. Yes, be our sponsors. Give me money to buy liquor. Uh, <laughs> Enable us. Oh, wait, Enable. no, that's a nope, bad thing. Nope, that's bad. That's big bad. Big, big bad. But uh, also, we have got a tier four merchant. The three tiers are Friends of Enrique, which if we have not discussed this, our frog mascot, the uh, Loveland Frog, is named Enrique. And uh, he is our mascot. I plan on doing a new logo with him. Is he a good boy? Enrique is the best boy, Mike. Him and his magic wand. would, Would he be friends with us? He would. Good. Anybody that wants to be friends with Enrique, you can join our Patreon at the lowest level. And uh, we will give you a shout-out on the air. The second tier is called the Hot Dog Squad. So are are they going to, like, track down serial killers for us? Unfortunately, no. The Hot Dog Squad gets the shout-out, and they get bonus... uh, uh, Content? Content, yes, thank you. And uh, if we get these done in time, you'll actually get early episodes. Isn't that fun? Yeah, you get it a whole couple days before everybody else. And then the third tier is called Capitalism Unbound. Every At $20, every three months, you get new merchandise. You get mugs, shirts, tote bags, and then hoodies. All exclusive, only to the Patreon. This merchandise will not be available on any other platform. So, if you want to uh, show your love for the show, that's the best way to do it, I think. Also, if you want to leave a like, like a five-star rating or review on Apple or whatever freaking podcast catcher you're using that allows such things it will be appreciated it helps get the show out there uh if you'd like to get in touch uh if you want to contact me head to our new url supernatpod.rocks what's our old url supernatural uh supernatural selection podcast uh shit (laughs) see this is why i got the shorter one yeah. Supernaturalselectionpod.com. Just... Okay, yeah, that's a little better. Yes. So head to supernatpod.rocks and click the contact button. There's a form you can fill out. Uh, you can suggest show topics. You can ask us questions, which me and Mike will uh, answer brief questions on the show for you. Oh, yeah. Um, also, if you're a Patreon and ask a patron and ask a question, we will be more likely to answer that question. Right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And if you'd like to yeah, send a message, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
If you'd like to send Mike a message just all to his lonesome, you can send it to Skeptical Mike at SupernaturalSelectionPod.com. You can also find us on Twitter at SupernatPod. You can search on Facebook and find the Supernatural Selection page and like us there. Uh, I can't think of anything else. Mike, you got anything you want to uh, bring up? Um, Not really. All right. Well, it looks like that's it for the show. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening and all your feedback and thoughts and compliments. It really does mean a lot. You guys are amazing. Also, uh, Darth Plato, I believe. Hang on. I'm, I want to make sure I get this right. Damn it. <laughs> uh, but, 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 nope. Kick Acetron. Oh, yeah. You're completely off. Yeah, no. Completely off there. I'm going to go back and edit. Uh, Kick Acetron, who I met through the Dave Ross Discord and is a constant, uh, Submitter to what's it called, one of my favorite podcasts, uh, sent us some fantastic cryptid buttons from a cryptid museum. And someone, I don't know who out there sent this, uh, if you follow us on Twitter or on Facebook, sent an amazing screen printed piece of art that says, Art that says believe in weird things, and it is fucking awesome. I've got it framed and hanging over my desk. So, whoever sent that, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, thank you so much. It is so friggin' awesome. I really, really can't explain how much you guys' support means to us, either financial or just through. Uh, listening and occasionally sending us stuff and telling us stuff online. Just listening, liking, and subscribing and whatever. Yeah, all, all that. that stuff. Uh, by the time you hear this... Every the, little bit counts. Absolutely. By the time you hear this, the RSS will have been switched over to the new RSS. Uh, we're moving from being hosted on podcasts.com, who uh, has been our hosting service for a little while now. Uh, there have been some issues, and we're moving straight. They, slow. they are slow, like 24 hours slow, and I don't want you guys to miss an episode. So we're moving over to being hosted on the Supernatural Selection website. Uh, you shouldn't see much of a hiccup. Some of the episodes may show up as not played in your podcast. Catch yeah, the choice. Them. Mm-hmm. But uh, nonetheless... You know, that's just a little back-end uh, cleanup work I've had to do this week. So, again, thank you, everyone, for listening. You're awesome. We love every single one of you, not carnally, but emotionally. So, that agape, being... Agape, not Eros. Agape, not Eros. Man, we need Maybe a, a little Eros. Maybe a little. We need a shirt of that. <laughs> agape, not Eros. All right, everyone, we love you, Agape, not Eros. So until next time, stay frosty. Good night. Later. Supernatural Selection has been a production of DeviantBehaviorRadio.com. You can find it and more shows broadcast weekly at DeviantBehaviorRadio.com. Our theme music is Screensaver by Kevin McLeod. It is used 
through Creative Commons license, and more of his music can be found at incompetech.filmmusic.io.